0: Hi, I'm Maria Thea Harris Veloso, and you're listening to Sew so Over 50 Thursday on Sew so Organised Style Podcast. Sew so Organised Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognises the continuing connection to lands, waters, and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the elders, past, present, and emerging. A big sponsor shout out goes to our two podcast friends and sponsors. The Australian Sewing Guild, who has been our Monday Daily Series regular, is now a sponsor of Sew Organized Style podcast. Go to osso.org to check out the online workshops, sew alongs, skills library, and more. Our second sponsor is Tatiana's School of Couture as she launches it online. Go to her website to see her new online sewing classes and patterns. Welcome back to Sew Over 50 Thursday. Sew Over 50, the Sew Over 50 community of over 25,000 followers right now has a great array of people from all walks of life. Today's Sew Over 50 guest is a sewing friend from Taiwan. It's Raquel.
1: Raquel, thank you for coming on to Sew Organised Style today for Sew Over 50. Thank you for inviting me again. This has been a fun, year, well, fun, a crazy year. It's been, what's what, how long since you since you started? August last year. Yeah. So it's over a year. Mm, it is. And you were podcast number two. <laughs> that was very sweet of you to think of me to be part of your program. And it's going well. I mean, I'm enjoying listening to the different soists around the world or different people that are participating and you have like a I was going to say an octopus where you have all these different <laughs> people, you know, participating from different areas. So that's cool. I mean, it really does open it up. Well, the good thing is because today's
0: podcast is about Sober 50. Yes. It was Judith who said, bring Raquel on. And I thought, why not? Because you were here right at the start and now it's just about Christmas. So it's really nice that you're here again.
1: Yeah. So this is really sweet. I mean, it's a little encore performance and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, over this year I feel like my sewing has really improved and I've met so many nice people on the on the Silver 50 side. I mean, you know, I'm here on my little island sewing and just connecting with other sewists from around the world has been really a nice, nice thing.
0: And thankfully for us, you actually are retired because I can't imagine being such a prolific sewist and working full time the way you do.
1: I know, I know people mention that when I write post stuff. It's like, well, what do you do? Well, I said, that's pretty much what I do. My, <laughs> like, you know, my little nook and I go in there and sew something. I, I get distracted with the refashion. So I'm constantly remaking something, but I, I'm now trying to like say, yeah, have a pattern and start from start to finish. So I've got a couple of those things going. But yes, yeah, so I'm always making or remaking something. <laughs>
0: I know that you described this in your earlier podcast, but can you walk our listeners through why you are able to refashion so easily?
1: Yes. After hearing from a couple of people, it seems like thrifting is not as inexpensive as it is here. Here, I can find quality clothes, quality fabrics that are maybe $1.50 US to, you know, for me, if I'm going to have a big budget, it's $10. I mean, I have two things that I spent $10 on generally, you know, it's dollar fifty, And then I go to a local thrift market and it's an outdoor store where I will look for fabrics that work together or look for nice fabrics. And the vendor there is, is now my friend. And she'll say, well, how about this one? How about this one? How about this one? And my budget is usually 30 bucks. So when I go, I can really get a lot of variety and really quality things. Now, if they would fit me, it would be great, but everything is so small. That was one of the reasons I started sewing when we first moved here is I couldn't find clothes to fit me that would fit my budget Hmm. and my budget to just go out and buy a pair of jeans or buy a dress. I just couldn't find anything that would fit me. I mean, I'm a 12, 14 and it's not a typical size here. So when I go thrifting, I can find a dress with a gathered skirt and open up that skirt and have lots and lots of fabric. Usually the bodice is separate. I can't use the bodice, but occasionally I can use some material and just open it up to the sides and put in some gussets or panels and figure out how to make that fit me. But the biggest thing is it's the inexpensive cost for a very, very nice quality fabric, velvets and wools. And I mean, I got a coat the other day for, what, $1. fifty, <laughs> and it's just a beautiful wool. And I'm telling myself, don't cut it. Maybe you can just leave it open. You don't have to close. <laughs> but some things are so nice that you don't want to cut. But that's basically it. It's because it is so inexpensive to buy stuff. And literally when I check out with her, she throws in, well, what about this one? So I'll have 20 pieces of nice things. And I try and coordinate. Or if I look for something with embroidery or some kind of special feature.
0: Has the vendor ever told you the background of where they get their clothing from?
1: Well, we really don't speak the same language. I have a little translate on my app on my phone and she gets something nice. Like she has, now it's time she's transitioning to wool coats and you know, she'll put it right out in front for me and she'll kind of point mm-hmm. out things that are special. Like there's this fur lined dress. Now I really didn't need a fur lined dress, <laughs> but it was, I was like, Oh, that's interesting. But you no, know, she doesn't tell me where that she gets them, but her stuff is really nice. I mean, there are other vendors I go to and they're not as nice and they might be a little more expensive or there's this other guy who's at the end, other end of the local market where he'll have just, have just piles on a table and will be all coats or all jeans or all, he is, was 30 for a long time, 30 NT, which is a dollar, but he's raised it now to a fifty. So anyway, but just quality stuff, it's just been sitting around for a minute. His is not as pretty. So I make sure, you know, right away I go, and I get everything washed right away, go to the local laundromat and do that. I don't really know where they're from. Most of them have Chinese tags or Italy tags. They'll all say wool or silk or cotton or rayon or whatever it is. I can translate that on my app to see what kind of fabric it is. That's really handy. I've learned that over time a little bit. I just usually would go over, oh, I like this. And all those pleated skirts, just tons of dresses with pleated skirts. And I couldn't put those on. But if I just chop off the bodice and put on a little elastic, not, I was going through and I have like five of them and they're blue and white and beige and cream and they just dress up an outfit. So that's nice.
0: And when there've been challenges, you've sent me a bunch of photos where there's a photo of... Uh, model and then you've gone and made something yes which is pretty much the same but fits you perfectly
1: yeah well thank you thank you those I feel like I've uh, this year have done better with you know that's something I feel like I can you know and find thrifted items because they're all from the thrift I haven't bought anything new to make those yeah I really like that kind of thing and I don't really use a pattern I'll look for a bodice that I have or I'll look for how can I drape it on the form and then make it work? I mean, they don't match perfectly, but they do have a little style of my own style and they fit me. That was the biggest thing is like, oh yeah, there's this polka dot one that I made and generally they work out great, but I don't think I stay stitched the collar and all of a sudden my collar's all wonky and I'm like, ah, because I tried to wear it the other day and I was just so disappointed. But generally they have held up and they're they're just fun. I mean, it's a fun thing to do. I, was like, I did this white sheer one that, you know, when I saw it, I thought, oh, this is cute. And I knew I saw a sheer dress and what well, it was really long. So I just used that to make the skirt and make a big ruffled skirt because I was thinking, how else would I use this sheer fabric? I had to buy it, but I didn't know what I was going to do with it until I saw that picture. And it worked out great. I was really pleased. Although my husband says, are you going to wear that today? <laughs> But when I put on some of my little outfits, generally likes them. But there are a couple that he's like, I don't know about that one.
0: <laughs> if you wear it, does he expect that he'll walk five paces ahead of you? Something like that?
1: No, no, no. He knows he has to take a picture. So he's like, where are we going to take a picture with this one? <laughs> We're so we'll have to look in a new neighborhood or try and find a place that'll look nice. Or, or maybe it's just not appropriate for the weather. Now we've gotten rainy days. And so it's like, uh, that might get wet on the bottom.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
1: Because we walk everywhere.
0: This year with so over 50, because, you know, it's been a bit over a year since we've talked on the podcast. What's been one of your highlights?
1: Well, for me, I think it's just uh, having these little mini challenges and then seeing what people are doing and connecting with what they're doing and even though if I don't follow, like I don't actually do the challenge, it's fun to just see. Mm. I think recently people are doing where they sew the same pattern and they match those up. But I enjoy like the ones that repeat the different hashtags are good because then I kind of connect with others of what are they doing with their reworn clothes or their dresses or something special. But, you know, again, it's just a nice way to see women my age doing and sewing and being happy and being out there in the world. I don't know if you know, make this look as she's doing these historical paintings where she changes their frowns into big smiles. Oh my goodness, that just made me so happy to see. And it's really just like, what is the you know portrayal of old, older women out in the public? I feel like whenever I look at sober 50, I see happy women doing what they want and uh, just dressing and looking the way somebody over 50 or 60 looks so Hmm. so it's sometimes people are surprised oh you're you're that age or you look at somebody and say oh why is she wearing that but generally it's just it's just a real positive vibe so that's basically one of the things I like the most about it
0: with the hashtags we had Julie on and she's now looking after the what am I
1: working on today Yeah. yeah have you had fun with that one Well, I have only, I keep getting the hashtag wrong. So I like, I'm like, I think this is, this is it. I look it up and oh, that's not it. You know, that's my biggest problem is just copying and pasting the correct hashtag. But yeah, I do enjoy that. Sometimes, you know, I'm always working on something. So I don't want to overload the system with, oh, there she is again.
0: You're pacing yourself these days, are you?
1: It's with that hashtag, because I feel like, I do like sew over 50 every day and I try and do whatever the dress is or whatever I'm wearing, how it'll apply to that, like reworn. But that one, I just felt like I was having a hard time remembering all those letters. (laughs) What am I wearing today? What is my outfit of the day? I don't remember. It was bad. I have trouble remembering things like that, so I have to write it down.
0: Or have a look at the stories where – there are the tutorials which Sandy does.
1: Yes, I love those. Yeah, I had no clue how to do any of that stuff until she went through the tutorials and I watched them a couple of times. I said, Oh, okay, this is good. I would like a one on reels, which I don't really understand what that is yet. So that's my request, Sandy. Please do a tutorial on reels because I think those seem fun. People have fun with that, and I'm like, I don't really do live action. I like having a, just a photo, but that one might get me into doing the, the live action. And a couple of Facebook groups, they all say, oh, why aren't you on YouTube? Why don't you show us what you do on YouTube? I'm like, oh, that's a little too much. <laughs> what else has happened
0: with you this year with Server 50? Anything in particular? Well. Make a gum in a month, so along.
1: Yeah, I really love those ladies. They're just so sweet. And, and that's something I've done from the beginning when they started it, and even before... Sarah Liz. Yeah, she did a great job with that. That was something that I I uh, really liked participating in because that was something I thought I can do this. You know, once you're when you're starting, I didn't know I'd be sewing so so much. But once once when you're starting, I'm thinking, well, I think I can make something in a month. And then I've been following I don't know Carrie Maui, the one who's making a dress a day for a hundred days. Well, wow. oh my goodness, just amazing and just a creative person putting it out there and trying to I mean she has all her stuff all her stash so she's just like trying to put it out and, and that's just been fun my husband says well you do that and I'm like yeah but I'm not telling the world I do that <laughs> A lot, I mean it's one thing oh this is what I'm wearing and maybe I've been working on it for three days or three weeks but I always must have something I'm I'm working on something new
0: With 2020 behind us, what would you like to see happen in 2021?
1: Well, you know, we're in Taipei and we really never had a lockdown. It started early in January, February with the COVID, but it was very low key. It's like, okay, people wear masks anyway when they're sick. They don't want to get other people sick. But then it was, okay, wear a mask and do the social distancing. And some of the restaurants slowed down. They didn't really close down, but they they just didn't have a lot of people in there. But then after a couple of weeks, it really just came back to normal. So we've pretty much had a normal time. We wear masks and we're careful. We, we stopped going on public transportation because that's really how we get a lot around. So it's been really hard seeing my family back in the States and seeing all these numbers because we've had a total of seven deaths here. And we've had everything under control from the get-go. And it just breaks my heart to see what's been happening with the rest of the world. And, and, you know, it, it is a novel virus in the beginning. They didn't know, but now we know And It's like, wear a mask and be careful. And I, you know, my brothers and sisters are all over 60. So I worry about them and we're Hispanic. I worry about them. So they're at a higher risk. So yeah, you know, it's that, I think that that's been hard this year. Yeah. So this has been a hard year that way. I'm just seeing, What everybody's going through. We really aren't going through it like people at home are. And so I feel bad. You know, I just hope everybody's healthy and so we're just going to go positive. You know, I just had my last little six months check and everything is good. So, you know, I'm almost five years cancer free. So that's that's a big step.
0: That's great. It's good news. Yeah, that is. I'm really pleased for you.
1: Yeah. You know, those six-month checks are great, but they're also filled with anxiety. So, you know, after that, I make a new dress and say, okay, let's get dressed up and go do something.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: So I was going to ask you about, you've been interviewing so many people, like Renee just went on with Miss Seely's aunt, mm-hmm. but that was one of the first people when I moved here, I didn't really know about sewing and I'd watch podcasts and watch YouTube, but that was- it's about seven years ago now, eight years ago. It's so interesting to see the people that you've been able to interview.
0: Well, the good thing for me is that I was able to partner with the Australian Sewing Guild, with Socialists, and Sew so Over 50. Yes. And now with Mending Mayhem with Katrine. And really, they're the ones who have said, okay, how about this person and how about that
1: person? So you're just connecting with so many more people.
0: And that way uh, I'm giving them a voice and that way other people can connect with them. So I kind of figure that I'm a connector. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) And, you know, I've got this microphone that I hope gives other people a voice and make sure that people in the sign community get a voice. That's been the special part of this year for me.
1: Yeah, that's so great. I just wanted to thank you for that because it has been a fun year for watching and listening and uh, looking at your Instagram and seeing all your Minerva makes and everything else. Well, it's our Minerva makes now because you're one of us. So yeah, that's been exciting. At first I was like, what am I doing? You know? <laughs> I Basically from, I haven't been on the computer in a few years since I've been retired and I didn't know, well... Where do I put my blog? And you know, then how do I add the picture? So they've been great. I mean, now it's all in one location. And mm. uh, and I had a hard time picking out fabric in the beginning because I just didn't know enough about fabric because didn't know what it looked like on screen to what it would look like when you get it. But now my last few, six or eight, have been just lovely. I mean, I've been really happy with my choices.
0: <laughs> and I have to thank you for helping me learn how to put up my new Minerva makes on their new website so thank you
1: yeah I called you in a desperate I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> so I end up helping you okay that's how it work
0: that was really good like I said I really appreciate it now I've got a bunch of them scheduled and I feel confident to be able to do the rest of them that I need to put up there soon
1: yeah, I do too. I have a couple more left, but that's fun. I mean, it's fun to be part of something and seeing again the same SOAS that I know and some newer SOAS. Yeah, that's just a, a nice way to connect. Yeah, it is. Do you have any final words for our listeners? Oh my goodness. It's just <laughs> to have a wonderful holiday season. I mean, we we were able to get together with our family on Thanksgiving just because we're safe here. But Hopefully, people can get together with their families as soon as they possibly can, and and then 2021 that that would be something that we can all look forward to. And again, be healthy and, and being an expat, it's hard because we're constantly worried about what's got happening at home, and and we feel you know comfortable here. It's our home, so of course you know, we're we're always thinking about what's going on. Start a new year in a good way, but again. You know, let's get some happy sewing in there. My goal is to finish up. I have a cape I'm working on, a wool cape, and I've got uh, pulled out my Japanese pattern book. And my new thing is I'm, I'm going to do all the bodices because I have all these skirts from the things that I've recycled. Or and I'm thinking, OK, I'm going to just try out these different bodices, see what goes with what. And, and I just like experimenting. So that's what I'm doing is work from a pattern, and then you get to do some, re- some, some refashioning.
0: I look forward to seeing all of those new makes in the new year.
1: Okay, thank you, thank you so much. Okay. Thanks again, Raquel. Okay, good. Adios for now.
0: Bye. Thank you. Have a lovely day, listeners. This episode of Soul Organized Style Podcast for So Over 50 was produced by me, Maria Theoharis, Harris, with permission of Raquel, soundbybensound.com. You can subscribe to Soul Organized Style Podcast, spelt with an S, not a Z, on Apple, Spotify. Amazon Music, Google Stitcher, and anywhere you listen to good podcasts. Post any questions or suggestions you have on our Instagram account or on our Facebook page. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.